All right, here we go. All right, welcome back to Sippin' with Simps, all you sipper, simps, and whiskey dicks alike. I'm Andrew, and today we're on a very special location at Journeyman Distillery. Obviously, we have Josiah and Lane with us. We also have Brand Daddy Levi, videographer Lane, but... Or videographer, yeah. no, I already fucked up. It's Wait. all right. Yeah, but we have our very <laughs> special friends from Journeyman Distillery. We have Tom, correct? Yep. Tom, which is a production manager, and Grant. What is your official title now? Uh, national brand ambassador. Nash, that sounds sexy. Whoa, that's, sexy. that's real sexy. Hell yeah! Uh, they have ta- uh, rolled out the red carpet for us today, and they have taken us. Uh, I, I, putt putting would be kind would, of disrespectful. Disrespectful, disrespectful, right? Yeah, yeah. dude. It's uh, the biggest. Uh, uh, what is it? The non golf course putting green, in correct? Like the fucking world, country, country, country. Mm. largest putting thing, green right? in the U.S. That's not affiliated with a golf course. Possibly world, possibly, possibly, possibly world. world. Right. Yeah, yeah. Um, we did the full distillery tour, and I mean, I I think I'll speak for all of us simps, but that was this is so impressive, and I I don't I don't absolutely. Did yeah. you guys have an idea? Nah, dude, I I had no clue the scale of. Your production, yeah. Whatsoever. I I expected to see uh, one copper still not as big as you have, you know, maybe like forty barrels laying around. You know what I mean? Shit's crazy. You guys got a lot going on right now. It's big very place. impressive. By far the biggest in Michigan. And I, we were saying earlier, you're beyond micro. You're not quite macro yet, right? But you're beyond micro distillery in the sense of things. Thanks, Noah. Quiet on set, please. I believe his uh, name's Lane. <laughs> yeah, his name's <laughs> Lane now. Oh, yeah. Um, before we dive in and I enter you guys, what are we drinking? Well, this is our uh, single barrel ver- uh, expression of our last feather rye. It's batch 12. Um, proof is around 122. Yep. That's a <laughs> big hitters this uh, afternoon. Kind of salty. Sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So this is a four-year, 53-gallon barrel, single-barrel selection that we, uh, I guess the team, me, our, our operations manager, our owner, Bill Welter, kind of selected. And we have one of these kind of rotating at all times. Uh, so this is the 12th, not available anymore. I think we're on like batch 15 now. But this is a really, okay. really good special one. Nice. All right. And now this is Justin here right yeah it's okay. distillery exclusive i love that i think i saw a sign for this when i was going pee it was right in front of the urinal right on I the love urinal it. yeah i, haven't I always love that the downstairs bathrooms haven't used this upstairs nice bathroom yeah, yeah. weddings good weddings. on you guys you can tell you can tell the <laughs> event space by the bathroom everybody knows that oh yeah all right so tell us a story for our listeners uh that probably don't know last feather i was confused by it at first but it's actually a great story yeah absolutely so uh when we first started distilling, um, founder and owner Bill Welter was making product in Chicago at Colville Distillery in the Ravenswood neighborhood. Um, long story short, uh, Constellation Brands came after us. We had our original label. It was named Ravenswood Rye. Um, they didn't like that. We had to change the name to Last Feather after about two or three years of it being on the market. Um, what we always say is, you know, they took everything but the Last Feather. So that's what we were left with here. Yeah, I love um, that. And what uh, what brands does Constellation represent, so that I can that bitch <laughs> oh, boycott? Do we want to say that? Uh, no. A lot of them. Heard yeah. that. <laughs> Heard that. Yeah, I, yeah, I think they actually sold the Ravenswood Wine brand since then. But uh, yeah, yeah, but they own they own a lot of craft distilleries now. And, and I'll just I'll say I think Last Feather's a better name. 
I, I agree. It's more, it's more national. Like it's not, not localized to a certain neighborhood or yeah. area. hundred percent. So, so it applies to a lot of different things. Also has the tie in with the corsets and the feather, the light, the feather bones. So which, yep. which we'll get to the, the history of all this. Yeah. Well, uh, kinky. Tom, let's start with you. Kinky. Indeed. That's our favorite kinky whiskey. Um, Tom, let's start with you. Let's talk. I mean, we know Grant, we can talk about Grant's story. It's fantastic, but let's talk about you. What's your what's your history? Have you've been here for how long? Uh, a little over ten years, ten and a half years. Oh, you've been here from the start. One. That's right. Yeah. He's an OG. Yeah, yeah, almost OG. I want to shake your hand. Yeah. <laughs> so, so uh, I think Ed was telling us about the five year gift. Is there a ten year gift? Yeah. Um, there is. I, I don't know what it is yet. I think for we're all anyone who's been ten years is getting a gift next month. Okay. Um, oh, there's shit. like three of us, so I, I don't know exactly what it is yet, but I've heard some rumors. But it's well, make not, sure you don't quit in the next three months. No, man. no, I we won't. I'll out. at least see it through. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, at least to get the present. Makes, it leads me to my question: What did you do for your uh, for your five year barrel? I, I didn't actually do one. What? Because um, to me, all of these products are are like mine. You know, we, I've been making them and working on them, and have had a, a really significant hand in all of them coming to market and. And being released and made that they all they have a special place to me and and in my mind you know i'd rather just focus on on getting all these out and making those the best they could in, instead of getting my own so uh, also it's like you know do i need another product to keep track of and right can't out? relate <laughs> <laughs> that's fair you are the production guy so yeah. it is even though it's your barrel you're responsible for making it right. laying it and all of it that's right fair. and we have done some cool we have some cool ones coming out one of the other guys who's been here uh just a little bit longer than me actually uh that's a, a red red corn bourbon that we're releasing here in the fall, probably. Mm -hmm. uh, so there are cool things to do. I know some people have done like blue corn. Uh, the first one was a honey whiskey that ever came out. So uh, it is a really, really cool, cool perk and, and people love it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Come work for us after five years, you get a free barrel. Yeah, I was just about to say that's a that's a stick here. Uh, I'm none of our employees are going to come work because we retain them and we will not let them go. <laughs> but if you are not one of our employees, let's uh, work for Journeyman because after five years you get a free barrel and you get to Are keep you talking a barrel, like a, right? a 53 gallon barrel or, or is it a fiver uh it, so it's it's it depends on the product you want but you and really, the employee you get, you get 50 bottles out of out of whatever product it is Shit. so it, it's and then we, we're gonna sell also about the same amount in in the okay. store okay. um but yeah you get to do whatever label you want as long as it's appropriate and name whatever you want <laughs> okay. to so yeah. yeah it's pretty cool we, we got some pretty fun ones coming coming down the pipeline here soon oh yeah, oh, yeah. all right now grant You've been here for 18 months, correct? Uh, actually, like 14. 14 months? Yeah. Oh, yeah. A little over a year. But you've, you've been almost an industry lifer, right? For a very long time. Started in uh, events when I was in high school, um, working late nights, tearing down um, at a venue in St. Joe, Michigan. Um, I grew up on a grape farm. My dad was a winemaker, so I've always been around, you know, oh, no. the process of producing alcohol in some capacity. Um, I went to Grand Valley, uh, managed a wine tasting bar while I was up there. And then worked for that same winery and marketing and sales. Um, anchor up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no. Yeah. Um, and then uh, found a home here at Journeyman within the last couple of years. Oh, yeah. 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 Welcome home. Yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So we got, we talked about you guys. But let's talk about Journeyman. Um, the name. Where does it come from? Up for interpretation, really. There's a lot of different um, reasons behind the name. If you asked our founder and owner, Bill Welter, he'll tell you that it, uh, Kind of just is this uh, path less traveled. Um, he uh, really didn't anticipate himself to be in the position that he's in right now. Um, originally coming from a family that owned a bank, thought he was going to take over the family business um, in that industry. Uh, traveled to Scotland and fell in love with producing whiskey. Um, tying that all into the game of golf, here we are in Three Oaks, Michigan. 
uh, with a really awesome story to tell, um, you know, 15 years later after his family sold off the bank. Yeah. Nice. So that was kind of a trap question on my part. Oh, because uh, I, I Googled the term journeyman. Sneaky. And this, is, sneaky <laughs> this is the Google uh, answer for what Germany, journeyman is. The term journeyman was originally used in the medieval trade guilds. Journeymen were paid daily, and the word journey is derived from journey, meaning whole day in French. Each individual guild generally recognizes these ranks of workers as apprentices, journeymen, and masters. So my question for you is, how long until you guys are masters distillery? Never. Yeah, Never? That's, a, that's another segue <laughs> into journeyman. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely, yeah. I like that. That's uh, one of our mottos is always a journeyman, never a master. So we can- Oh, could, okay, ooh, cool. There we go, Tom. Yeah. There we, we go. Can, we can always do better. <laughs> nice. if, we, if we become a master and are the best, then what else are we doing? You know? Mastery so is an illusion. Absolutely. Right, so mastery? that wasn't a trap question. I, that wasn't a trap question. That just- gave you a uh, fucking softball yeah yeah exactly. all right nice <laughs> i've got i've got one I yeah think you know i know so we were on the way down and i was like well, we're gonna do some research you know research is a journeyman so i googled journeyman and the third result is on the fucking tesla website and i'm like what the fuck is tesla doing yeah so i click on it and it's like oh yeah journeyman is listed as a spot that's got tesla chargers that you can plug your tesla in and there's two chargers here yeah. so my question is uh who was it that got a tesla first and lobbied for that uh bill that's yeah. what I figured. Yeah. yeah. Well, the, the real question is which owner got a Tesla yeah, which, first? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, we just, yeah, which is Bill and Joanna. So, yeah, Bill Bill got a Tesla. And <laughs> immediate, yeah, we'll, immediately, he's like, hey, we got to get a charger put in here. It'll be great for bringing Tesla owners. He lives right next to the and distillery, he, right? Yeah. yeah. So do does, he have, does he have one at his house? No, no. It's just no, the he one just, from here. He oh, just oh, charges at work, like yeah, yeah. 50 yeah. yards. I think we're in time. Well works played. essentially uh, the parking lot, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. man. Oh, expense yeah. that That shit. is so cool. Yeah. <laughs> all right, all right. And then my final question, goofy question was, how much of Three Oaks do you guys employ? A lot percentage of our, wise. A lot of our employees come from outside of Three Oaks. Do they yeah, really? A lot. I think yeah. we've okay. exhausted the Three Oaks work pool. Yeah. yeah we, we, so we, do have a, we do have a yeah. lot of local, a lot of local. I mean, I'm a local guy, actually. Um, my parents live three blocks away. So um, there, there is a good amount of local presence, but, you know, it is a big business and, have had to pull from all around. So I think we have people that come from all the way, like as far as Hammond, Indiana, St. Joe, all in Michigan, like, you know, within an hour, anywhere within an hour, uh, come work here, you know? So, and, and we are going to be opening Valparaiso next year. So a lot We've of, heard. a lot of people We've from heard. that area as well. So we're just trying to get a foot in the door and, and get it, get in now. Well, well, it's a good time. Dude, that Valparaiso, that Valparaiso, uh, operation sounds so fucking sick. It's going to be awesome. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited on a production side and then also as a, as a recreational side and how fun it's going to be to just go and, and hang out and, and, you know, be in a more Metro area, a lot more people and, yeah. and, uh, yeah, it should be awesome. So cool. Tom, you've been here for 10 years you're a local man did you start like on like what what's your career path been like here did you start in your current position uh not current position but uh i was graduating college um i was a sociology major so i didn't know what i wanted to do with my life whiskey and drinking and, yeah, yeah. And i drank a, lot, <laughs> drank a lot in college and so you know i always thought it would be awesome to work in alcohol and so i applied uh they were hiring an unpaid intern here Mm. Uh, when I would like nice. two days after I graduated, I came and interviewed, uh, they hired me on like a month and a half later and, uh, just kind of learned the trade from Bill and Doug who was here at the time. And, uh, yeah, the rest is history. I got full time from there. And as we grew, just kind of developed into the production manager. So uh, you're not an unpaid intern anymore. Not anymore. No, no. <laughs> nice. Only had a month of that. So I think, I think they, I think they made that illegal shortly after that. So <laughs> we, we haven't Thank been able God. to have any other unpaid interns. 
Man. Dude, I remember being an unpaid intern. Worst time of my life. Dude, I've been trying to get an unpaid intern for this. Yeah, we need one. Yeah. <laughs> well, I should take that back. Yeah, if, you're listening, if you're listening, we would love you to be our unpaid intern. If you're 21, we'll pay you in boots. Yeah, if, yeah. if they get to drink as much as you guys have today, I think that's Jeez. worth it. <laughs> you guys show up and set up and do everything. You can drink whatever yeah. you drink. Get yammer. Just be ready to curl some. Dude, there's this one point throughout the day. I was like, Grant, can we get some water? He's like, water? You mean brown water? I was like, no, I mean water. <laughs> water. I mean, we like, actual water. <laughs> Yeah, no, you guys have, uh, mm-hmm. as Levi said, you guys have wine dined and 69 does. Ooh. Well, that's. Well, you've wine and dined us. So yeah, far, we're waiting so on the 69, I guess. Cut the table cameras. right here, everybody. Yeah, cut the cameras. <laughs> hey. All right, let's 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 talk some whiskey. We said last feather rye whiskey. I'm sorry in the beginning. Obviously, 61.4%. So it is barrel proof for you guys on this one. Mm-hmm. Yep. Is there anything else that's different compared to the original feather or the, the last feather, excuse me? Well, our uh, standard last feather rye is small batch blended from various size barrels. Um, it is a weeded rye. I think it's worth mentioning. It's okay. 60% rye, 40% yeah. wheat. I thought that was fascinating when we yeah. were tasting earlier. Because usually it's like one or the other. There's rye or there's wheat. Yeah. Usually a little higher in rye content for sure. Um, I think the introduction of wheat definitely helps you know, mitigate some of that peppery, spicy harshness. Yep. Um, honestly, with this batch, the... Uh, the rye kind of plays second fiddle to the wheat. You get a lot of that sweetness, especially right on the front, right in the mid palate. Um, Lane, you've got the expert palate. I get a little honey oh. out of it. I don't like that. That's very, my reputation. Very dry. The good palate finish. guy. It's a great reputation. It's the weight on the, the shoulders. Yeah. People Bro, get paid. People get paid millions to be blenders. Yeah. I just feel like I'm shooting in the dark. <laughs> shooting blanks in the dark. So I, you're confident about it, people. People will believe. All right. It. Tastes yeah. like mustard. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I did actually get a little bit of mustard on the nose earlier. I do it. have a question Stone for ground. you. When it comes to the grain, I was listening to Ed, correct? Ed was talking about where you guys source your grain from. And and this is not a bad thing. I was just curious. There's It didn't seem like there's any grain from Michigan right now, right? Uh, not not like yeah, currently right now, but we have gotten grain from Michigan okay. in the past. So, Tom, where do you hit your home state? Yeah. Uh, you know, no, we, we don't. We, we, actually, uh, we actually do plan to do a lot more with Michigan grain here soon. And... Um, we we uh, we used to source all of our wheat from Michigan for quite a long time, and then the farm uh, just wasn't able to keep up anymore. And so it's it's pretty difficult to find uh, certified organic farmers uh, right. for for all the grains that we do. And we've got a really good relationship with uh, the mill at Janie's Farm, which is in in Central Illinois, that supplies most of our grain. But we are actively searching for any Michigan uh, organic grain growers. Uh, so if you're listening, hit so us up. If there's anyone on there, John Deere, right now. <laughs> Hit up Journeyman. You got a great client right there. That might be our actual clientele. I don't don't know. Who knows? Yeah. So my, I guess on the topic of organic, I don't know if I've ever been to a distillery that stresses so, so prominently, like everything is organic. Do you feel as though without like that, the pesticides and all the non-organic ads that happen on like most macro grain, do you feel like your product shows that? Or do you think it's more just like marketing? Be straight. No, I, I do think the product shows it. We've 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 uh, we've messed with some conventional grains from time to time when we were doing non-organic products, and the yields aren't aren't quite as good. The flavor is, is noticeably different, um, and it's not just a marketing thing. It's it's great to know where everything's coming from, uh, and I, and I think you know I do think the quality shows through, the, especially on the I, I know like the most we've ever done um, was especially when we were doing hand sanitizer. We were just getting any grain we could get because we were making hand sanitizer. And the yields were just not the same. The flavor wasn't quite there. Interesting. Uh, mm-hmm. Because I feel like, I, I don't know, my... my Wait, you're like, sipping on hand sanitizer? 
Not anymore, no. Oh, okay. Maybe, <laughs> Sorry. Maybe, maybe, desperate times, desperate measures, man. <laughs> yeah. Maybe mid-2020, maybe a little bit. Because I, I, I come from a, like, a familial farming background, and the justification I've always been told is like, well, non like organic product doesn't look as good, and you don't get as much. Like, like all those, the fertilizers and the pesticides and everything – supposedly make it more profitable to grow because you you get more yield per acre but you're telling us that the yield when it comes to like sugar content to alcohol is better non-organic yeah from from my experience and i I like you just look at looking at the grain that we get in and then if you compare it to a conventional grain that i've seen at other distilleries it just looks bigger better and just and, and nicer almost like more healthy huh and that's just from from personal experience from what i've seen at different distilleries i mean i'll, I'll trust you interesting oh yeah all right, so we got last feather rye whiskey. What do you boys think? It's grippy. Tasty. It, it's grippy. It's yeah. grippy. It's got lipside grip. Lip grip, indeed. Shout out to that subreddit. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, um, so what are you talking about? I, I have no idea what you're talking about. Uh, uh, Keep it coming. Keep it coming, uh, Josiah. I, I don't know. Anyway, so earlier we tried. We had the pleasure of trying this, and I think that was in the non-barrel strength. Ninety proof, right? The ninety proof, and this is. Basically, the uh, cask strength yeah, single right. barrel. So the yeah, 90 yeah. proof is uncut, barrel. unfiltered, uncut, unfiltered, just like for us. For a flavor profile. I think we're all cut though. So, so. for the <laughs> for the night for the 90 proof, I put down for my tasting notes: zippy, acid, and carrot cake. I get no acid, or, or at the 90 proof, excuse me, at the barrel proof, I get no acid. I still get that carrot cake yeah. a little bit, but it's just like it's tingly, nice raisin almost. Yeah. Uh huh. 100. percent the spices are taking a backseat to the like the the stone fruit note. Tom, I got a question for I got a question for both of you guys actually. So I'm looking at this paper, your tasting tour uh, uh, note sheet, right? Mm-hmm. You guys have all these awards, which is fucking fantastic. We really like you guys. We're happy that you're being successful. But two part question: as a distiller and as a sales manager, if any of these awards are important, which one's more important to you? Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. I think uh, in the industry, probably the most sought after is the San Francisco Spirit Awards. Mm -hmm. The Ascots are very reputable um, and uh, the SIP Awards as well. And then uh, ADI, too, obviously, because that's a that's the conference of other craft distillers. Um, So those are big ones. Um, The Whiskey Bible, which is one of the rankings on there, is one of my personal favorite because it's just this guy's job to rate whiskeys. He just drinks like 500 a year and rates them. And that, that means he knows whiskey and he's yeah. drinking a lot of them. What are you going to say? It's amazing. No, no, that's fine. But which one did Spit you like fist out. pump like Tiger Woods on the green oh, when the, you won? The biggest one's the Ascot Whiskey of the Year mm-hmm. that we won for the okay. first. You guys know that, that meme where it's Tiger and then the dude in like the pink hat looking like Josiah right now? <laughs> John Daly. I don't know his name, actually. John Daly. John Daly. Yes. Oh, that's John Daly? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck oh, that's John Daly. Unexpected. Fuck it. I don't know he's shit. Compare me to John Daly I don't know right shit now. about yeah. fuckboys. That's a compliment. So which, which one of these whiskeys, the which one of your products is Tiger Woods, and which one is John Daly? Man, that is a tough question. That's really tough. That's You know who John Daly is, though? Yes. And it's an award you guys haven't won yet, but I think you might soon. It's a Sippin' with Simps award. Oh. John Daly is the ultimate simp? We are no, because we are the Sipping with Simps award is the John Daly. The John Daly Award. I like that. <laughs> yeah, we just came up with that. We, yeah. we, we, we rate everything we do. We give extensive reviews. I think No, what do we do? Reward. What do we do? The um um we'll come up with a name like the Simp Oscars or yeah, 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 whatever yeah. like that. And we'll one of the be the John one. Daly Whiskey Award. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm we'll saying, do it. man. We'll do it. The Simpies. The Simpies. Yeah. <laughs> 
We just came up with that. All right. Simpies. Would would now with all that out of the way, Tiger Woods or John Daly? What comes to your head? You mean pick one? Yeah. Oh, Tiger Woods. No, well, no, 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 no. With no, your products, Woods. yeah. Oh, the product. Oh shit. I have my um, answer. I mean. I, yeah, I don't know. I don't want to. F- I don't want to associate any of them with John Daly. So it's tough. <laughs> oh, John Daly's not a bad thing. He's I love not, John Daly. He's a piece of shit. I, I, I think. Is I it? think. I think the Tiger Woods is the rye. The last feather rye is the Tiger Woods. Yeah. And of course, it's with some whiskey. It's with John. That's Daly. exactly uh, what I was gonna say. Nice. Yep. I was gonna say last feather Tiger Woods OCD John Daly. Yeah, yeah the OCG. I was yeah. thinking that too. Yeah. Just party because down. The yeah. Just the party the downable, cherry. crushable, ready yeah. to go. You know yeah, the corsets, whips, and whiskey. It just wrong, rings John Daly because yeah. he likes to party. And, oh yeah. You know, Lots to make a meme time. later where it's like that meme of John Daly, the entire Woods. I'm gonna put the different brands. We'll send them to you. Yep. Yeah. Beautiful. Got it. We just oh, want the yeah. PNGs, baby. All the PNGs. Oh, yeah. All right. So what do we, are you guys? You guys are slow rolling. Are we? Are we? Fast? I got to get back on the horse. I'm. I'm. I'm falling down. What are you oh, talking about, shit. dude? I'm still like yam yam yam. Here. Yam yam. What yam. time do we start this morning? Eleven. Oh, That's actually pretty late roughly. for us if we're like offsite drinking. Yeah, but we don't. We never go for this long. Yeah, it's eleven to four. It's a marathon on a sprint. Ooh, and we said twenty-one. Four twenty. Oh, and so, for some of you guys, <laughs> out, somebody rewind it. Who forgot to set their alarm? And yeah, also, this right? is totally unrelated to the podcast. But I think the listeners would love to know. Maybe that after we leave here today, mm-hmm. we have a very special stop to make on the drive back. Yes. Called the Lion's Den. Oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Which was supremely disappointing. Uh, yeah. it, it's like it's the size of the, the billboards that advertise yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking, apparently, like, we're investing in a communal simps pocket pussy. No. <laughs> All going to share. That you Josiah can have. going to use it first, and the rest of he us was are trying, just going to let it He was just going to try. He was trying to convince us on the way down. He's like, no, you can put it in a dishwasher. We're like, still no. <laughs> not my dishwasher. Yeah, it does not make it better. It does not make it better. Anyways, so uh, after all that, back to the whiskey. So um, uh, I got a question. Uh, you've been here for 10 years, right? Yep. When did you finally take your production role? Or when did you start in production? Uh, I started in production day one. Okay, uh, so you were intern for production. Yeah. Okay. Yep. When did you get your role now? Uh, probably... 2015 or 2016. Okay. Yeah. Do you have a product that's out now that is like your baby? Um, I don't know if there's one specifically. Um, they, they all kind of are a little to a degree. Um, I think the corsets is one that we, we didn't have before I started. So that one uh, definitely speaks to me a little more because we've always just messed with that since I've been here. Um, and, and anything since then, really. We have a few samples of uh, some barrel pulls that we uh, took for you guys today that are special products that haven't even been released yet. And those are really special to us, specifically the farm series. Okay. So there's one farm rye and a farm bourbon there that are part of uh, our 10 year aging plan. And, uh, and they're grown specifically at our owner Bill's family's farms in Indiana. So a lot of cool stuff with those. Okay, cool. No eyelid barrel for us. No, no, no eyelids. <laughs> no, okay. Eyelids barrels not not Eyeless, ready yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We gotta wait, wait like uh, eleven more 11 years. years? I think. Yeah. Oh yeah. All right, so we're going we're going black label next. Yep. Corsets, yeah. whips, and whiskeys. The John Daly. And this this Snappy. is a really this is one that's real special to me too because it took some effort and uh, and a lot of communication uh, to get this collab. Uh, and so this is part of our corsets, whips, and whiskey party uh, special release every year. Uh, we do a party here at last weekend in June. Usually, uh, it's it's not as fun as it sounds. Of course, it's with the whiskey, but it's just kind of a nice nice day outside with bands. And we do the special release here. This is our corsets aged for three years. 
in in 30 gallon barrels and then finished in mead barrels from Shram's Mead. Oh, what? fuck yeah. This is the one you were telling this us about. This is the yes. one. Yes. Honey, honey, Okay, honey. you said this is very special to you. We do this thing on this pod uh, that I completely forgot about. Uh, but Grant reminded me on my own podcast. Um, we're going to do a cork pop. Yeah, so so I just, bro. yeah, please do. Um, we just need you to hold this as close to your mic and pop the cork. All right. As close as possible. Get up in there. Oh. Ooh. <laughs> Understated. <laughs> Very beautiful. All right. So mead finish. And what kind of mead? Yeah, so it was a cherry chocolate mead. I think it's called Rebuttal from Shrams. Uh, but they, and then they add oh my cocoa nibs and vanilla beans. So they got that mead. They put it in one of our used bourbon barrels and then put the cocoa nibs and vanilla beans directly in the barrel, dumped it out. We sent someone up to grab it that day. We took the vanilla beans and cocoa nibs out and then put the whiskey in there for about six months. So you get a lot of the chocolate, the, the honey, and it's got a lot of layers to this. Dude, the nose smells like chocolate cake. It doesn't even smell like alcohol. Right. Yeah. Holy fuck. First of all, <laughs> this one. So when I first tried your lineup, when you, you know, came up and dropped off some stuff, this was my favorite by far. Just um, the standard corsets? Yeah. Okay. And now this is it brought to another level. And, and not, it's also barrel proof, right? Yeah. 115.2, okay. yeah. I yeah. think. So not only is the name very on brand with us and mm -hmm. very on brand with Shout Out to the Lions Den. If you go there Whips. and use uh, discount code SIMPS, you'll get 15% yeah. off your order of any corsets or whips at, uh, at Lions Den. Um, I don't know if you go up there and ask them. They might, but we'll see. But it can only have feather bone from Three Oaks. Exactly. Yep. Um, I don't know. Anyways, but like, it's just, it's just a, God damn. It's just a very like, it's got a very like, it's got a very kinky name. Yeah. You know, like I know corsets and whips are like. Well, let's talk about right. which one of you two want to talk talk about the, the history, the name, the history yeah, behind the name for sure. And so, I'm sure uh, that like obviously it comes from a non kinky history, but there's yeah. got to be some sort. You know what I mean? It's like, all up for interpretation, right? No, I'm interpreting. Um, yeah. So uh, the factory that we're in right now actually was built in the late 1800s by a gentleman named E.K. Warren. Um, he discovered this need to uh, produce the women's corset um, in a different style that had been done previously. So uh, what he did was he implemented utilizing um, the turkey quill feather bone. After walking past a uh, pillow, mattress, feather duster factory, they were discarding this feather bone piece. And uh, being an entrepreneur and, and hearing these complaints about um, the women's corset at the time, he came up with this idea to facet that in the ribs of the corset, um, making it much more flexible, uh, much comfier. Um, in his first year of business, did around $6,000. By his third year, he was turning a million dollars revenue. In what year? Uh, 1893, I Which believe. Which equates when, well, when he died, he had how much money uh, in he was our worth, days? It was, he died in, uh, what was it, 1918? 1918. Yeah. Prohibition. Uh, when the 18th, rad, or the 18th Amendment was ratified. Um, he was worth $6 million, which is like $140 million today. Unbelievable. Yeah. It's a lot of lingerie money. So that's where our uh, our corsets. Obviously, the whips is uh, a little homage to buggy whips. So we have a ninety proof weeded whiskey called Buggy Whip Wheat. Um, our Featherbone Bourbon is named after the factory here itself, the Featherbone Factory. Um, lots of stories to tell about our labels for sure. I really like the word buggy. Buggy whip. Buggy whip. Do you guys buggy, have any buggy, whips buggy, laying buggy, around? Sussy buggy. No buggy whips. No, as, yeah. Uh, yeah. Really? OSHA, OSHA's not cool with the whips. Uh, yeah. There's no whips in this room. <laughs> How do you get your bottling okay. team to work so efficient? It's okay. OSHA's not cool with it's that. Okay. Uh, Off the record. 
off the record. Depends on how much whiskey you want to buy. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Ooh, heard that. How about a barrel? We get all <laughs> the inside cigarettes. I want a buggy whip to take home for other purposes. All right. Yeah, we, <laughs> we have an exclusive deal with them to distribute our whip. <laughs> Discount code yeah. SIMPS. Yep. Honestly, though, the nose on this thing, like chocolate cake, is so great. good. And then dark chocolate the, the, with the, the cherry. Palette. The cherry doesn't hide. I haven't tasted it yet. I'm just. I'm just really sad oh. drinking this because I know I'm probably not going to get to try it again. He's fishing for you to give us a bottle as we leave. Yeah, I wish we had a. That's the you. last bottle in what? existence that I know of. You're kidding this me. This is Grant's private collection, I think. <laughs> nice. <laughs> it's just and you just corked it with It's funny, us. dude. The cherry that comes across comes out obviously way more heap, but it almost you almost captured an equal finish to Pit Spitter, which is your low-proof cherry whiskey. Yeah, yeah. It, it comes out that much at the end. I feel like a, it's like a lava cake, like a dark chocolate mm. cherry lava cake. Dude, I'm so horny for food right now, man. <laughs> Randy. Mm-hmm. What did you just Fucking say? Fucking Randy. You're horny for food? Yeah, you heard me. A lava cake? Can we just talk about how much we ate literally I know. Like I know. an hour and a half ago? We didn't maybe? get any burnt cheesecake. I could eat. We did not. Mm. But we did mm. have fried cheesecake. Excellent. Fried was cheesecake. it? Gin and burnt. Tonic? Burnt. Anybody hey, uh, wants a deep fried cheese? Let's just take out. a moment quick Gnarly. to shout out how good that fucking food was. Yeah. Because Brussels gin sprouts, tonic, man. First, the gin and tonic mussels. Oh, my which goodness. Cream my pants. I'm glad I brought an extra pair of boxers. Uh-huh. Um, the Brussels sprouts, best ones I've had. Period. I would sell you guys' souls for those period. Brussels sprouts. Those no Brussels sprouts. That. Fox. Tough world. <laughs> and then but the you, charcuterie you board them, right? is, you know, as always, it's a classic charcuterie board. It hits Something all for the everybody. notes. The blue cheese on that charcuterie was really nice. So yeah. here's the deal. To all of our Grand Rapids friends, if you're coming down to, uh, like, if you're going to Chicago. You gotta stop by. Stop at Journeyman Distillery. It's not that far off the highway at all. It's much, and if you can get a distillery tour in, great. You should probably take a two-hour break in the restaurant to uh, sober up a little bit because they'll do you well in the tasting. <laughs> Um, especially if you're not an expert drinker or dedicated drinker, whatever you want to call it. Uh, but there's degenerate so much degenerate drinker, DD. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but there's so much more. They have a full restaurant. They have a full bar. They have their old bar. That's almost, is that like a relic now? Or do you open it up? We use it for overflow space. You use yeah. it for overflow. They have two different event spaces. They have a massive distillery, probably the biggest distillery in Michigan, uh, unconfirmed or confirmed. I don't. I don't know the actual rule. I always figured New Holland might be bigger, but I'm no. not sure. No, not a shot, like. dude. Not a shot. But Have you they, been? They're not. I, I've been to the brewery uh, a lot in my life, but I've never seen. I guess production. if you add the brewery plus distillery, maybe, but yeah, I don't, yeah, it's yeah, not even the, the same We're spot. Not the brewery. We're just kind of the no, no, no. Yeah. I mean, they they sell a good amount of booze, but to my knowledge, they don't have any sort of operation. On also, I don't want to talk about New Holland spirits right now because i'm not going to say savory things that's so. true okay yeah. that's true let's Shoot. talk about how this whiskey smells like funfetti frosting the yeah. stuff with the rainbow chips in it fun funfetti frosting that's a breeze it kind of does a little bit yeah See? this man this man just pulls this shit out i miss of all the important things and i get the oddballs <laughs> yeah you're always right every time so the corset whips is story there no 100 percent wheat. wheat okay mm-hmm. hmm yeah, and so we just won Whiskey of the Year at the Ascot Awards for our, our normal corset swips and whiskey, which is a huge honor. I mentioned that being huge, like for us and our biggest fist pump moment. Um, and and it, it it's really taken off. And basically, we're just 
bottling and anything that comes mature because it's selling so fast. Um, and, but these variants are awesome because that hundred percent wheat just takes the character of the barrel yeah. so well. So we've done, this is our third variant that we've done. We've done one with uh, goose Island bourbon County stout a couple years ago. Then we did a virtue cider barrel and now this one, uh, and when we're looking to partner next, next year for something different, but it's awesome. Uh, and, and all the variants are, are super cool. So looking at all your products and it, this isn't everything, right? Or is no, this, okay. This is just, half. this is about half your products, but if we would just went by that equation, about 80% of this list has wheat in it, if not a hundred percent wheat. Mm -hmm. And especially with the vodka, I mean, we did vodka is not uncommon, but it's not the most common vodka there is, right? Is there is that why you like to work with wheat so much? Do you think it pulls the flavors out? Is it most available? What's the yeah, process it's there? A, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it is it is available. Um, that's not why. The real reason why uh, Bill kind of started talking about wheat is when he went to Buffalo Trace. This is like probably the most iconic distillery to us and what we kind of try to emulate. They do a lot with wheat. And so wheat is super, it's super, uh, it's a super good quality. And it's also very sweet, smooth, and, and just helps balance out a lot of whiskeys. And so I always say with our buggy whip, wheat, which is the 90 proof, 100% wheat, it's a great whiskey to, to get for people who are getting into whiskey because it's really just taking that character of the barrel and you're tasting a lot of that barrel flavor and not a ton from the grains. Uh, and so putting that in a lot of different things helps helps balance it out quite a bit. Fair enough. I, w I mean, Lane, I wouldn't say, I think you still get wheat there, but it's that like very nice cereal like aftertaste. It's not abrasive, it's soft. Right, right. There's no, there's no like, uh, it, it, there's nothing stringent or, or, or rough or very flavorful about uh, anything with the wheat, like not like a corn or a spice from a rye. It's just right. got a nice balance and sweetness. Question for you. you we talked about your uh, grain sourcing. What about your water sourcing? Because we have you have some competitors in Michigan that uh, say we only use Lake Michigan water. I mean, you have Kentucky that's limestone water. You know what I mean? And we tried your water here. It's well water. Great well water, but well water like where, where are you guys pulling from it? Obviously, it mostly probably comes from Lake Michigan. But no, nothing you, from Lake Michigan. No. No, we, we have a natural aquifer under us here. No shit. So okay. The reason cool. that E.K. Warren built its factory here is because it had this natural water source. And so nobody, the water in Three Oaks can't be duplicated. Uh, it's pulling from this aquifer. I don't know if this part's true. I actually heard this from a from an old timer uh, around here who actually he uh, owned this whole building that we purchased. He said that he had the aquifer tested. Um, maybe 10, 15 years ago, and there was no trace of nuclear uh, remnants or, or activity, which almost all the water in the world has now. Hmm. Just from Interesting. Tests. Yeah, and, and so, I mean, if that's true, that nuclear. that is insanely uh, How many unique. teeth did he have? Uh, I, all that I could see. I don't okay, know what cool. were dentures. Right. Uh, <laughs> well, if you can afford dentures, maybe right, maybe but, his but, head's all there. But the water is, is very important and unique to us, and I mentioned we're going to open a new location in Valpo. We're actually going to be bringing all the spirit here to cut and barrel. Because oh, we want that. Oh, so production's going to stay here. We're going to have production here and in Valpo. Okay. Uh, quite a bit more capacity there because we'll yeah. be getting a Vendome column and basically be able to almost sixtuple our production there. Uh, Is that going to be with that? That's level of, wait, hold on. That sentence a Vendo column Vendome, and sextuple? Yeah. Sextuple. Wow. Hell yeah. Buzzwords. So, yes, wow. Vendome, <laughs> Vendome is a still manufacturer in Kentucky, if you guys don't know, but they're American, make pretty much all the, all the stills down in Kentucky. Yeah. Uh, and so it's more specific for bourbon production, which we will be doing almost exclusively down there. And the sextuple, you know, that's what we're all about here. The sextupling. Sex <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah. All right, Lane, Josiah, what do you think? I already told you, man. Yeah. It made me sad because I know I'm never going to have it again. That's fair. It's so good. Like, there's a reason why it's still in my glass. I love it. It's batch one, too. I don't know if you see that on the back of the bottle. It's batch one. Number one. 
This is the only batch? Yeah, he batch was one. number one. One of one? Uh, 293 bottles total out of the batch. This is bottle number 149. Okay. Unrelated question. Do you have a list of everybody that's ever bought this bottle? Mm. Their address, <laughs> maybe addresses? home addresses. Uh, uh, addresses, maybe? Well, you guys know Grant, so. That's true. You Wait a second. And we know where he lives. <laughs> no, I want to say something, too, about uh, the corsets, whips, and whiskey. We do a, uh annual um, release party for it. So mm. every June, um, we kind of celebrate our uh, our history and our heritage. And uh, when we release these um, uniquely finished expressions of the corsets, whips, and whiskey, we partner it with a really amazing dinner. Um this year's dinner in particular, I was lucky enough to attend. We got to taste different expressions, different age statements, um, fresh off the still, a year old, two years old, um, three years old, four years old, and even uh, one of our original batches of corsets, whips, and whiskey. What was it, like batch six or ten or something? Yeah. 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 Um, so that's something we do in June every single year. So keep your eyes out for that. Yeah, I would, I'd I would. love to have you guys down here for it next so, year. So Levi, will you write that down? Jamie, will you write that down? Write June that. what? Uh, it's usually the last weekend in June. So last weekend in June. Yeah. So the great thing about so my June, birthday weekend, June is Pride Month. <laughs> yes, and birthday weekends for almost half this exactly. podcast. Exactly, but it's yeah. Pride Month, and it's also celebrate some kinky shit month. Apparently, corsets, oh whips, and whips. Corsets Are we and whips? all the simps like, showing up on, in bro. corsets? Like, it's the perfect month. I got June tits for it. It's gonna <laughs> 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 really accent Andrew's bust. Yeah, my bust. All right, hell yeah, we're there. I don't know what we have going on next June, but we're there. I mean, we don't have anything going on next June no. except for this. I just have a Seattle trip in August that we planned. But other than that, that's loose oh, plan. Right. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. We've got a lot of plans for next yeah. summer. Huh? We've got a lot of plans for next oh, summer. Yeah? How so? Well, I mean, including this location. You guys are going you're talking to Tales about of the Cocktail, too. Yes. Are you coming with us? Yeah, I think so. All right. Can we just go down as, do you want us to go down as journeyman, like, ambassadors? Mm, we'll figure something out. <laughs> <laughs> Are we going, we're doing the Lordy Gras. He's like, no. want to come down to, you want to come down to New Orleans? I'm going to go down as Lordy Gras. Lord ambassador. Lord ambassador. Nice. No, it'll be on brand for you guys to get down there. It's uh, 100% just oh, yeah. industry people having a good time. Yeah. Debauch, Learning the best and, of and networking. Yeah. Absolutely. 100%. Hell yeah. Lots and it's tiki bartenders, lots of limes. Lots of limes. Mm-hmm. Fuck you. Lots <laughs> of limes. Shout out to our sponsor today. Uh, Thursday, Thursday Limes. They post the most unhinged shit. So yeah. question for you, because I think all of us have had this for you, Tom. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, and actually, probably for you, Grant, just industry wise, a lot of us in this room have had this um, decision where for a long time we we're like, OK, we didn't like for me personally. And I think Lane had this as well. And even Levi, there's a point when we we're bartending, serving, whatever. And we we're like, OK, if I keep doing this for the rest of my life. I'm a failure, right? And then we didn't have that foresight to look into this as a career. Was there was there a moment like with all of us where it clicked? And you're just like, actually, I see myself in this. I can make something out of this. You know what I mean? Um, for me, I guess uh, transitioning out of you know school and, and hopping back into the wine industry. Um, when I was there, uh, I didn't necessarily feel 100% at home. Man, I, I interviewed for a fucking roofing company. I was going to sell roofs at one point. Nice. Um, then I jumped back into a, a distributor role, um, kind of saw myself, you know, moving and gravitating towards spirits versus uh, the broad categories of, you know, wine, beer and spirits in general. Um, so I kind of waited out. I, I was watching journeyman job postings for a while. Were you actually? <laughs> yeah. Nice. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Were you men? Uh, probably before I decided to do a month unpaid here. 
And then uh, that was so like, you knew, man. <laughs> you like, knew you know what yeah, it, it could be pretty big, you know. And and I always, you know, like I said, I always was interested in doing something with alcohol. Uh, you know, my dad, we always made wine every year. Uh, he had, he had his own little still that he would work on. Uh, so I had a little bit of a background, but I mean, uh, once once I was here, you know, to to do a month without getting paid, you you want to really enjoy it, you know. So as I did that, I realized it is it is fun. It's a lot of fun. It's hard work. Uh, but but you're doing something that people see the result of and then you can see yeah. them enjoy it like this. You know, we're all trying this and, and saying that how good this one spirit is or any of the spirits. And uh, and it's awesome. So, I mean, that was really I don't know if there's any moment since then that like really clicked. But like it just always always was that for me. Yeah. That's so awesome. when you were when you were 10, instead of building a birdhouse with your dad, you made some wine. Always, or? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was like the best week weekend. It was always the second weekend of October. We made wine. It was a huge party. Awesome time. And then we'd. Uh, you know, we'd pull the barrels two weeks later, go on the secondary fermentation. Yeah, it was the best. That's I'm, so cool. I'm what sure your mom's a great woman, but she definitely was a whiskey on the gums type of mom, wasn't she? Uh, she might have been. She yeah. Got <laughs> <laughs> the taste when you're young. Boy, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Dude, we made that joke on the very first episode we ever did. Did we? Very first episode we ever did. Man. We were talking how about far how far we've like, come. Yeah, you were like, we're talking about like, okay, you were like asking me my story. And I was like, that goes way, way back. You're like, yeah, your mom was like, all right, decide you're going to like this shit and rubbing whiskey on my yeah. gums. A year and a half ago and 35 pounds later, man. <laughs> Dude, don't. Yeah. 35 pounds each. <laughs> 35 pounds way. each. Not yeah. between the both of us. <laughs> <sighs> all right. What's Change next? Me. We got these little special bottles. When a distiller pulls this stuff out, if you're looking on camera right now, Get this is chills. when you know you have some special stuff in front of you. Getting the yeah. chills. Bottles are great. Bottles. Thank you for sharing these special bottles with us. But this is the mm. this is the fun stuff, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm ready. Yeah. So if you want to uh, grab, right. let me see which one. Um, we'll probably want to start with the start. We'll start with the farm rye and then do the farm bourbon and then the peat yeah. malt. So we're in perfect order. We're gonna we're gonna follow how much you pour and pour yeah, out. Just, we'll just do a little bit since all we got is these little guys. But uh, so this is I mentioned the the farm series that uh, our owner Bill his family has a couple farms in Indiana that we had certified organic, and uh, and so we grow a special grain on there every season or every year. Uh, and then we're going to do this as part of our state series uh, where it's going to the goal is to age for about 10 years. So the first one okay. we did was a rye, 100 uh, percent rye. We sent all that rye to Brees in Wisconsin to be malted. And so it's 100 percent malted uh, rye. And this one is about five years old. So we're halfway halfway home. Okay. Uh, 123.6 proof. Uh, and yeah, it was barreled in 2017. So really nice. Uh, you, you'll taste a lot of difference here uh, from like a traditional rye. Uh, just from the maltiness so it's 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 very different a lot of like butterscotch bubble gum um just like really gum. great notes yeah so we and we also did half of this in new white oak and then the other half in used sherry barrels so we were we went to scotland in 2017 it's like a work trip and really got inspired by the scotch distillery's use of sherry barrels did you have a favorite one you visited uh yeah glenn farkless distilling in, in the highlands glenn farkless, glenn farkless really yeah yeah so, so that is not a name you hear very commonly. no no and oh. so it's one of the only like still independent uh yep. the owned uh distilleries and so that. we got a tour with the owner george grant and he just took us around like it was a great day he we go to his rick house and he's pulling samples he's like oh here try this barrel he's like drilling straight yeah, in yeah he just yeah. pulls it here yeah. try this like you know we would do and it's like oh it's a couple years old he's like mm -hmm. oh yeah this was filled in 1960. It was a 57 year old scotch. He just poured us a sample of like it was nothing. Oh, yeah. And it was so good. And so we got really wait, 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 57. That's some big dick energy, dude. Yeah. It's a little older than yeah. that. What? Let me yeah. pull this out. And was it actually good? It was phenomenal. Oh, my it goodness. It was so good. 
Uh, and and I mean, just the, how rare that was. And he said he had sold a, a barrel of that similar age to a Taiwanese investor for like 2.2 million pounds. Oh, OK. Yeah. And he said, yeah. I could buy I could build 10 new warehouses with that now. I mean, Yamazaki uh, or Yamazaki, excuse me. Um, Racist. Oh, no. Uh, it's actually owned by Yamazaki or Yamazaki owns them. Um, what am I? What am I? Uh, Nafukano. Um, what's other Japanese? 12 year. We had the 18 year. No. Uh, owns Centauri uh, Toki as well. I'm pretty sure it is Yamazaki. Is it Yamazaki? Yamazaki 18 yeah. the black label. Yeah, so Yamazaki, Yamazaki released a 60 year that mm, sold, oh, yeah. and it was at three generations of Yamazaki's had distilled, the master distillers have done it. They released a 60 year. It sold for $10.5 million. One Each, bottle. One bottle. Tom, Tom had a two ounce pour of that yeah. for free. Did you? What? <laughs> no, no, no. I'm just saying that was the. All I got to oh, say. Yes, for the. Yes, yeah. for the. Uh, I was yeah. about to say. All I got to yeah. say is that shit got me acting unwise. Yeah, unwise. <laughs> unwise. <laughs> All right. Wow. One bottle. And they released. It was, uh, it was a five gallon. So there was like after the Wait, evaporation. Five gallons for that long? Yeah, so there was like a lot of oak 10, 10 bottles left or something There's like no that. There's no way a five gallon would have anything left. Or maybe a 10 gallon. I don't know. Yeah. It, wasn't a, it wasn't a full barrel. It's all just, you know what I mean? Or if they were, maybe they switched barrels or something. But yeah, I, I don't mean, know. Just I, I, I read it. I, Jesus yeah. distilled it. I yeah. read it on like whiskey.com or whatever the fuck. <laughs> whiskey.com. Yeah. But they have, the bot- they have the links for the bottles to buy. And because it, you can't buy it, like they have this shit like locked down that people like on a list to sell it yeah, to. Yeah, like an armed and like, the, security guard bring it to your house. Yeah, and, and I don't think it. Yamazaki definitely didn't sell it for 10.5. This is like secondary uh, shit, right? Oh, yeah, the, yeah, yeah, I'm not yeah, saying yeah. they probably sold it for 60 grand, you know what I mean? Which is still a heavy penny. But, anyways, enough about people that aren't you guys. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Let's get into this. The nose on it is the mo- one of the most distinct rise. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like ever just like as soon see as you, you say that but i think it's so soft i know but like so soft so soft, so soft. shout to so soft um for me it's just like it's just pure just rye in the nose like it's, it's cool. just like it's like for when i say distinct rise i'm like there's no doubt it's unmistakable it's here it's there it's such a strong Fair enough. rye nose and that's an amazing thing do you remember bottle tops as a candy yep bottle caps you mean bottle caps excuse me that's yeah, I hate that like. shit. Like that cola. I love that this. Cola, <laughs> that cola type smell. Yeah. Oh. oh. Yeah. Oh. Cola. oh. This is five year, correct? Oh, yeah, it's five years now. Yeah. And it's 100, 120. <laughs> I think it was 123 proof. This oh, man Jesus. is to me, it straight up. One, two, like three. Yeah, one, two, three point six. Pulled today. Pulled today. Not at all. No. Mm-hmm. It drinks like a. Hundred. Hundred, yeah. Yeah. So on the last episode before oh. this that yeah, we released yesterday. Yeah, come on. This drink's easier than the cherries one. Yeah. Yeah, but you got to... What were you saying? Last we, episode, last we, episode did, we did a uh, proofing battle. definitely wants this mentioned Yeah, again. so yeah. We did a proofing battle between these two. I was a judge, and then we had another friend on that believes he could beat us. And he was damn close, but Josiah won at the end of it. Uh, and, I mean, this is something that I think all around, all three of you would have guessed. 100. Much lower. Yeah, much we lower. Got For 123.6, absolutely not. This is delicious. Yeah, it's, re- it's really special. When we were started making it, we were like, man, this is awesome. I can't wait 10 years now. Mm-hmm. It's already been five. You were almost there, but yeah, it'll be Was special. this what was distilling today on the main still? No, no, that was the peated malt, which that we do have. Malt. Just coming off, yeah, yes. that'll be the last Fuck one. Fuck yes. Oh, yeah. Okay, because I'm looking at the ones in front of us, we'll talk about this in a second, but I did have one question. 
your because I don't see a four grain in front of us, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so your four grain is one uh, 25, 25, 25, 25 percent. Yep. Is that common? Yeah, that, that's the rule four with the four grain. Is that the rule? Yeah, okay. Yeah. And it can be any four grains. It just has to be equal parts of all four. So like red yeah. wheat compared to it's normal the last wheat word. Like yeah, I mean, yeah. Our, is ours is the red wheat, um, white corn, rye, and uh, malted barley. Okay. But you can do like I know like Koval does theirs, and it has like millet and spelt in it. You know, it could be any hmm. any four grains. Um, and ours, we just, you know, those are the four grains we use the most and hmm. wanted to. The simp learned something new today. Yeah, we always yeah. do. Dog, that four grain was too good. Dude, I'm yeah. such a slut for any sort of like wheat in any sort of four grain. You put those two together, like, oh my. And we're it's not like, going to name names, but there's people that do so bad at it. I don't know what they do wrong. If, if that's, which thing, would, the reason. You know who you are. The reason why I want to harp on that for a second is because if that's the rule that it has to be 25% across the board, yeah. hypothetically, how do you fuck it up? Right. 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 I mean, I guess if you're if you're not making good whiskey, you it's like fuck a it up. grilled cheese sandwich. Yeah. Right. How do you fuck that up? <laughs> kind of. <laughs> is that is that is that a shitty comparison or no? I don't know. I'm just saying. Like, yeah, I mean, I, I think ingredients wise, it's not a good comparison because it, it, it has a lot going on with all those grains. Like at least ours, you know, there are those four. So you, get a, you. you get a lot of good flavors. Like um, craft singles. I think like the I think the wheat's almost more of a grilled cheese because it's just that wheat hundred okay. percent where it's yeah. just cheese. 100%. But like you use mayo on Fair the bread enough. instead of just butter, craft singles, grilled just right. Maybe you put some like tomatoes and onions, then it maybe it's a four grain. Well, one I, one I, more I, sidebar. Can we stop talking shit about craft singles? They're no, thank you. thank you. Doug, I just listed craft singles as like my ideal no, cheese not and us. grilled cheese. Not us. It's the, best the world. All right, everybody listening, yes. don't talk shit about Total. Don't, don't talk, talk shit <laughs> about craft singles. <laughs> Flashback uh, to 2007. Yeah, shout out to Tourette's guy. <laughs> we should uh, all say our most unpopular opinion now that we're talking about well, anything. Hot that's, takes. That's that was actually yeah. a that's question hot I had. Like, because, uh, you know, the last one we did. I'm just we let's let's do some hot takes here. I got one. I got one. I got one. Yeah, he's loaded. I got, I got one. I got one. Popular opinion, right? I'm All right. Ready. Nickelback deserves so much more credit. Thank oh. you. You know, Thank let's you. go. <laughs> our group that is not a hot take. That's not a hot take. Because well, in general, right? You're a very big karaoke boy. <laughs> yeah, it's, we've got karaoke Amazing. together once. Nobody, <laughs> literally, nobody queued up "Far Away" by Nickelback on that night, I and I was shocked. We, 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 we practiced it. We literally like we were driving over, and he's like, he was like. All right, I gotta practice my karaoke song, and I'm like, all right, what is it? And he goes, it's Hero by Enrique Iglesias, and I was like, shut the fuck up, that's my song. <laughs> so we ended up doing a duet with it, and then we like had to practice some other shit, like Nickelback. Uh, let's just fuck it, like let's go around. All right, my hot take is that if you don't peanut butter both sides of your PB and J, you should be thrown in jail. Wow. See, I agree with it gives that. It but much I, better travel volume. I yes. did not. I did not know this until you told me this. Yes, exactly. But it also, then the jelly through. acts like mayo on a Jimmy John sub, and it just yeah, you just kind yeah. of yeah. <laughs> yeah. The last I like bite it. Falls in your lap. Well, here's the deal, Levi. I see you looking at me side eyes, and I, I I understand that this is Show a hot take. But let me describe it. my side real quick. If you don't put peanut butter on both sides, let's think of the PBJ. If the you're making it, in. if you're making it right away. This does not apply. Yes. This is lunch pail PB and J. Yes. Right? Because if you don't put peanut butter on both sides, the jelly soaks into the bread and it's like you're eating jelly bread. Yeah, it stains it. Yep. It stains it. Uh, yes, exactly. Is, exactly. We talked about shreds. this like a few episodes back because I was I'm a homeschooled boy and I was like, no. 
Exactly. See, and that's why you and I both Fucking were like, freaks. it doesn't matter, peanut butter and jelly, because I eat it right away. I can't believe we started a company with homeschool kids. No, no. Okay, thank right? God. Because so, you eat it right away, but if it's, if it's going to sit, it makes so much more sense to do the extra layer, which is why... I didn't think about that. Yeah, that's exactly. why. That's why I say that. Makes sense, because it's in the Crustables. It's got peanut butter on yeah. the bottom. Yes, yeah. exactly. Study the masters. You no. said, Study are you masters. skipping the hot take? Oh, no, I got a hot take. Oh, you got a hot take? Let's hear it. Let's hear it. hot take. Star Wars, prequels are better than the originals. Yeah, absolutely. Well, the sequels suck ass. <laughs> well, no, prequels are better than the originals. Oh, prequels are better prequels. than the originals. <laughs> <laughs> not yet. Not not yet. No, no spoilers. I was gonna watch it last night. It's phenomenal. It's phenomenal. Wait, Tom. Tom, watch it last night, but we had shut your whore mouth, Tom. Tom, how old are you? If I may ask. Uh, Thirty-three. Okay, so you're like not Hopefully too far age. out from us. So you were before, you're after the uh, the uh, post schools, <laughs> the, 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 the originals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. I've seen them all before. Okay. But I mean, the prequels. What's the best thing about Star Wars? Lightsabers. Yes. How much more lightsabers there are in True. the prequels? True. hundred percent. hundred percent. Purple awesome. lightsabers. See, I'm I'm lightsabers. I'm with if you. That's what you're going for. Yes, absolutely. I'm with you. If I want like, uh, if I want action, I want all of that. Prequels for sure, but if it's a rainy day, I'll pop on episode four. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. You know? No, I'm not saying they're bad. I just I enjoy the prequels more than I. Hundred percent. Can we all uh, can we all agree that the seven through nine were just money grabs for yeah, new terrible. marketing? Yep. And, yeah. yeah. And toys. Seven had potential. Asleep. Eight squandered all of it, and nine did a terrible job trying to wrap it up. Yeah, I exactly. Fell asleep in seven, and I didn't. Did see you? The other two. Really? <laughs> yeah, Fair enough. You lost. I will uh, say about also, the prequels. I think that Han Solo is more charismatic than any character else in the series Ever. and i am an obi-wan simp yeah. so hard solidified with the kenobi series oh, all awesome. i wanted was powerpoint of like vader in his prime and obi-wan from that whole and i got everything i wanted in the last episode i don't so, care about what else happens I'm, i don't watch star wars for the dialogue that's right. fair i'm a huge star wars fan i have three star wars tattoos i've seen them all you know what my favorite movie is Rogue One. Rogue One. Yeah. No, by that, far. That, that's, that's by far. Yeah. You know exactly what's going to happen to these characters. Yeah. You still care and you're still engaged the entire time. And it fills in so many questions. Yeah. It's, it the, it's the best movie of all of them. And yes. If you're just talking movie, I think. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You sure. know what's fucked? Is the, I like you, Tom. Yeah. <laughs> Tom. The Last Jedi, the one, the, number eight, the one directed by Ryan Johnson, movie critics loved it. Yeah. Look at the Rotten Tomatoes. Look at IMDb. Like any sort of critical paid, review bro. that got the highest score of any Star Wars movie. It's unreal. Yeah. I'm confusing. It's, yeah, it, it's, it's a terrible Star Wars movie. I think it's, it's Which an, one? a good entertaining movie. Number though. eight, The Last yeah. Jedi. They got paid. It just ruined the, it ruins the whole story of everything. That was D&D, right? No, no, no. Uh, the last Jedi was Ryan Johnson, the guy who did like Knives Out. Oh, okay. Um, which like everything else he's done, I've I mean, loved. one of the coolest scenes in all of Star Wars comes from eight when they when she puts it into hyperdrive and blasts. Yeah, the I got badass. so mad because why didn't they do that any other time before? Uh, like, why not just have alert. battering ram fucking ships that all it is is a piece of metal with a hyperdrive? Well, the, Kill it makes sense for the Empire to do that. Well, this would be the last take, I guess, on Star Wars. It makes sense that Empire to do that, but not the Rebels because the Rebels care about their people. The Empire should have been doing that the entire time. No, they don't I'm give saying a fuck. you literally just attach it, it, like a big hunk of metal with a hyperdrive and mm -hmm. you just launch it at shit. That's my, my take on the sequels is they're good if you don't think about them. Yes. Well, and, and that's terrible. also a great point is like, that's how Star Wars should be consumed. Yeah. Ultimately, yeah. it's just like face value entertainment. Damn, that's crazy.
Yeah, but the You're Narnia right. is Bible reincarnate, no? Absolutely. Yeah, okay. We, all, <laughs> we can all agree unanimously <laughs> Star Wars over Star Trek. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. Right. Okay, Unless good. you talk to my brothers, but fuck them. They're take. not here. Fuck Nerds. Em. Hot take. You fucking Josiah's nerd. hot take. I think all men, regardless of sexual orientation, should put something up your butt at least once in your life. <laughs> <laughs> another, another shout Agreed. out for the Lions. Yeah. And if you've never done it, and don't you haven't done it. Don't, don't shit judge on it. it. Don't shit on it. But it, literally, it. literally, yeah. Literally, don't shit on it. But if you had done it, you know, you know, you fucking you know. know. And if you don't know, you're in denial. You did it wrong. You yeah. should probably trim your nails next time. <laughs> Go to the line. No. I'm just saying. It's God a good take. That's a had good take. a cruel sense of humor. Yeah. By saying, "Let there be man," and let him have a G spotted in his ass. <laughs> But let's also not let him get into heaven if he puts anything up there. Yeah. Just saying. It's Pandora's box. Mm. <laughs> For you? <laughs> Ooh, um, you guys know that Annie's brand of mac and cheese? Mm-hmm. Who's? Ooh. Annie's organic with brand of mac and it? cheese mm-hmm. with the bunny? Absolute dog shit. Every one of their products. So bad. Oh, I right. would take, I would take, I did a uh, one winter break during college. I did a white cheddar mac and cheese shootout. Every brand in Meyer that I could find, five of them. Annie's was the worst. If you say Velveeta's the best, I'm going to No, 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 dude. It was the Meyer brand. Yes. Penny Saver. No, it wasn't even Meyer. It was Penny Saver. 39 cents. <laughs> for thir- for 39 cents, I'm, I'm eating like See, goop. But it's delicious. Here's the thing, too. I like to, I do this with ramen and everything else too. I like to elevate my. Throw an egg in there, dog. So with ramen, I'll throw an egg in it. I'll throw some like scallions. I'll throw maybe like whatever, like some thinly sliced beef that'll heat up as. Some hot dogs. Yeah, like exactly. Hot dogs. Thinly sliced beef, aka kugels. Right. (laughs) But like uh, with uh, mac and cheese, I'll always throw some extra cheese, shredded cheese on top. Maybe Maybe a little broccoli. Bacon bits. Maybe I'll throw in some chicken, some hot sauce. Kogel's hot dogs up. cut up. Hot dogs, mm-hmm. maybe some semen. You know, like I'll just throw all that in there. <laughs> Extra creamy. And it'll just really make it tasty. Um, Salty. So it really, Mildly in the end tangy. of the day, so you have something that's 39 cents, but you add all this extra stuff in. It's really, really great. Nice. Hot take. Let's try, let's try this farm bourbon first harvest. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Bourbon. <laughs> <laughs> all so, right. Talk to me. Yeah, so this one is this one's uh, might be my favorite of the three here. Um, so this Ooh. is um, our farm bourbon. So this is another one that we grew on the farm. There's two grains in here that we grew specifically uh, for this. Uh, the first is the corn. So it's a it's a red corn, bloody butcher red corn, and we did 50, which 51, means which means it's a, just a different varietal of corn. It's an heirloom corn, so it's uh, it's, it's nice. got a packed full of flavor and, and uh, got a great tradition. And Think, then we do th- the Thanksgiving dinner. Yeah. And Original then, Thanksgiving. Yeah. And then there's uh, the, the other the 49%. We grew triticale, which is a hybrid of rye and wheat. I'm not taking wheat. any blankets you give so me. It's like a mix of rye and wheat that was bred into existence. And then we malted that. So it's 51% red corn, 49% malted triticale, all in new white oak. It's actually should be three years old. It says it was put in barrel today on that label. But yeah, three years old uh, in a 53-gallon barrel. And again, the, the goal is 10 years here. Yeah. It's very unique for a bourbon, totally different than wow. anything I've tried. So what's your mash on this again? 51% red corn, 49% malted triticale. Mm. Triticale. Yeah. Did you explain what that was? Yeah, was so rye, rye wheat hybrid. Interesting. So you are, you're doing a barely legal bourbon never heard with that. a rye wheat blend. barely legal? 
Yeah. Yeah. Barely legal. Barely legal. It is. It's a whiskey term. Yeah. When you guys go to Tales of the Cocktail, that's the name of a strip club there. Barely, barely legal. legal. Oh, mm-hmm. God. Are you serious? <laughs> that sounds like trouble. God, that's awful. Yeah. But where is it? Yeah. <laughs> like, Bourbon Street. Bourbon, Bourbon Street. Right on Bourbon Street. There's so many clubs like that. But where? <laughs> on brand. <laughs> Who's counting genders? Couldn't tell you. Didn't go. Yeah. Who's Let's counting? Be real here. Nobody at Tales. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Tails. Wait, give me give me the name Triridophil? Triticale. Triticale. Yeah. I was like, that sounds like a It's drug. like a pharmaceutical, yeah. yeah right? It's like you can like, get roofied off of, bro. Jeez. Who's got the, the fine print fast talk about this grain right so, here? So, I mean, I, that's kind of what I'm interested in. Like, I've, okay, we have, a, uh, we have a joke, or maybe it's just my joke. We have the sipper, we have the simp, and then we have the whiskey dick. Um, <laughs> uh, I've I'm never I've never heard of that grain before. Yeah, um, I, I, it's not widely used in whiskey at okay. all, but but it is. It's a well-known grain, uh, I guess, in in the world. Uh, but yeah, it was it was made in a lab. It's a hybrid of rye and wheat. I don't know exactly why it was created. Okay, uh, but we but we knew of it its existence. We've known we've had really good success uh, success with with rye and wheat. So we decided let's do this um, hybrid. And we, we and then we had this crazy idea to have it malted, so we sent it all to Brees to have it malted, and then we did, yeah, just bare minimum red corn, and then that triticale. So you get a lot of the malt flavor. Mm-hmm. When grain. you say malted, what do you mean by that process? So malt, malting is basically you're taking the grain, and you can do it with any grain. Most primarily, it's barley that you you see in single malts or uh, in scotches, but you start to grow the grain, so it starts to germinate, and once it sprouts, you you heat it and kill it. And so it releases all these enzymes in the grain. And traditionally, you use malt because it would help with the enzymatic conversion of the starches in the corn and the wheat and the rye that you're doing with regular whiskeys to convert that into sugar. So then you can add the yeast. The yeast would eat the sugar and make the alcohol. So mm. malt was very uh, necessary to make whiskey back in the day. Uh, now you can do it with commercial enzymes and all that. But that's basically what the purpose of malting is. So you're a journeyman. You're never going to be a master. You're always learning, right? Mm-hmm. When did you like you learned all this on the job? Yeah. 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 Was it just dedication, late nights, just diving into books? Was it practice? I mean, obviously, 10 years is a long time to become drinking, lots of drinking, lots of tasting, lots of crafting. Right. But like, when did you feel comfortable? Have you always been comfortable to talk about this or did it take a second? Yeah. Yeah. uh, I mean, it took a bit, but I've always felt comfortable. I guess I always have known more than I did before. So I always felt like I had some educated uh, ability to talk about it. Um, probably, I mean, over the last maybe six, seven years, I, I felt really confident that I, I know a lot about, about it, but you I'm always learning. Like, like you said, there's, there's books, we've done some workshops and classes, but you know, the, the best way to learn is on the job and, and doing the practical work. Okay. So I always, you know, we, we, I've done these classes where like, there's a lot of people who are at these classes trying to start a distillery and I'm like, this is good, but, but it's not anything like actually doing it. Like there's a lot of, uh, I guess ideas. Are great, but then when you when you actually apply it is when you really learn the most. So we saw the original chalkboard. We'll talk about the whiskey in a second, but we saw the original yeah. chalkboard in front of all the computers. I think I even saw you on the computer today. Yeah. Were you there oh. for that chalkboard? I was not there for that chalkboard, and I don't even know what some of that stuff means. It's so complicated <laughs> and, and confusing. Nice. We, I uh, uh, but but we once I started, we had the computer set up. Uh, but but I was at, at a workshop, and one of the presenters or teachers, I guess, had 
a picture of our blackboard as in this is how you should not keep track of your whiskey distillation. <laughs> and that was, I thought that was funny, but yeah, I, uh, I, yeah, it's, it's really just recording when we were starting to mashes and stuff, but it's, it's hard to make any sense of it. We just kept it. Cause it looks, it looks cool. Like we, it does we look mad cool. Scientists. It looks like you're a mad scientist. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. Let's start. You guys have tried it. Oh yeah. I have. This is new for me too, but walking through that like wheat rye hybrid, you get that sweetness right off the front right. from the wheat. What what's supposed to be wheat imitation? It seems like. Is that the bottle? I believe so. Plenty of peppery spiciness. One sixteen proof is killing me. Not like in a bad way, but like it just none of this stuff has seemed high proof yet. Mm-hmm. It's deadly. I mean, our palace are warm. Yeah, they're alive. They're quite warm. Scalding. It's eleven. Scalding. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're they're. Shout outs to Ed. Shout outs to Ed, man. What a guy. Oh, man. Ed, a guy. Ed is our uh, tour and tasting manager. Um, once again, if you guys are on your way from Grand Rapids to Chicago or anywhere towards Southwest Michigan, I mean, come see Ed. He's got a team of tasters and tour guides that do a phenomenal job. Mm-hmm. Uh, they'll walk you through our brand history, yeah. our samples, all of the above. But yeah, Ed's the man. Ed's a man. And one of our other favorite distilleries in Michigan, <clears throat> some one of the best things you can do is have a guy like Ed, someone who is dedicated to just not just showing but educating, right? Yeah, yeah. And it is so huge for just that frontal of like just guest interactions, right? Telling also, stories. Three Oaks makes no sense. I have five G right now in one bar. Explain <laughs> that to me, please. Same. We're so close to the lake. Where you know there's not that there's many a, cell phone towers around. Sometimes you even jump to like Chicago time. Yep. Those were really so happen, close yeah. to that wow. eastern stand or that so central that, time. Has that ever fucked you in a meeting? Oh my goodness! Every time. So there's a little pocket <laughs> of Northwest Indiana you got um, those, like, from like Laporte to um, south of Munster down to like Cedar Lake. It's Northwest Indiana. It's all Central time. Yeah. So I'll schedule a meeting somewhere. This only happened once. First time I ever did it. Never did it again. Showed up an hour late. I was like, oh, that fucks my whole day. So I just, I missed one appointment. Just went straight to the next one and kept going. Yeah. But you learn. <laughs> That's funny. Pain in the ass. Sorry. It, it, is it is what it is. It is what it is. You got to set your phone to only be on Eastern and that's what I do. So yeah. you don't run into that problem. Yeah. That's a good idea. I just get like a old school clock with the hands on it and just stare at it. Sometimes I wear still like think a fucking about chain. Like, like, like flavor flavor. Like, pop it open. Yeah. I think about it for like 20 minutes. I'm like, okay, if I leave at three o'clock and it takes an hour to get there, that means I'm going to get there at three o'clock, which means I could really just leave at like 315 because I'm supposed to be there at 315 central time. So <laughs> yeah. it's like, yeah. This is some, math. Uh, Asperger's math. Yeah, yeah Asperger's math. math. Yeah, yeah. It's bad. <laughs> it's a recurring joke. <laughs> that's exactly what Damn, it is. Damn, dude, that's good. I don't know if I can really differentiate it. Diff- wow, that's not a word. That's like when I tried to say anticipation earlier and I said anticipation. Yes, exactly. I don't know if I can really differentiate it from the... I I can't say Try one more time. I can't, no. Differentiate. Differentiate. Okay, differentiate. There it is. There it is. We'll go with that. Everyone give me a round of applause. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Tom. <laughs> I don't know if I can do that word compared to the last one, but it's just so soft for 116. So whatever you guys so are doing, this so soft. That's the name of his label, by the or band. Someday label. Someday label. Yeah. Well, fucking good. tasty. Okay, so far, last question. Uh, these last two have been both the Harvest series, correct? Mm-hmm. Or the Farm mm-hmm. series, correct? That is local farms that you're sourcing outside of your like yeah, major is, sourcing. Actually owned by Bill's 
family. Okay. So cool. they are Bill they being the owner. Owner Bill, yeah. Tesla his, Bill. Tesla Bill, yeah. <laughs> he his family has these farms, and we had them, and so it's they're growing it just for us here. Awesome. Fuck yeah. yeah. All right, single barrel, peated single malt. Go. Yes. This is what we tried today, correct? I'm very excited. This is for the this. one that burned well, my taints. Yes, mm-hmm. this is what we tried on our, our finger out of the main still. Right off yeah. the still. I, I, I tried it off to a size finger. Did you actually? You uh, down there. Yeah, I feel like now that I know this podcast, I should mention this is Barrel 420. Oh, did you hear that? Did you not hear that? Tom, say that again. This is Barrel 420? Yes. Citrusy. So this is the peated malt. You guys tried this off the still. So 100%. A heavily peated malt from Baird's in Scotland. So this comes from Scotland. Okay. Uh, in Inverness is where they malt this uh, malt this barley peat smoke it. Uh, so it'd be traditional like a real smoky scotch. Uh, so we do 100% of that. So it's very heavy in, in, in the smoke. You guys tried that off the still. And then this is in a new oak barrel. So it's a little spin on traditional scotch uh, because we put it in a new barrel where most, most scotch is in used barrels. And so it should have some nice, nice characteristics of, of the American oak. So five years ago, we were distilling this on ethyl, right? Uh, yeah. Well, this one I think is three and a half or so years old. Okay. But, but no, this was on this was on ethyl, yeah. On ethyl. And yeah. so, uh, Josiah and uh, and Andrew, you guys mentioned some uh, notes off of the still sample earlier. See if they holds up. A lot of a lot of berry berries notes. Right? I said berries and cream. Yeah. Berries and berries cream. And cream. Berries I, and I thought cream. I thought berries and cream. It was very hard before Ed told us what it was. It was very hard for me to decipher it. He's like, I got berries and cream and cereal. And then once he told us, I was like, okay, yeah, I get that too. Mm-hmm. But like, it was soft. I almost thought it, not so like it. I didn't think it was a gin. So I, mean, I didn't think soft. it was a gin right off the bat. But like, it was, it was subtle. It had, on the nose, it had this cream and these fruit. I don't know. It was just, it was a, some, and I've stood over the stills many times. Just say that again. 122. 122.1. Yeah. Yeah, you're getting it. <laughs> Smells like a like you said, like a very peated scotch. Like yep. I'm getting like almost like eyelid. Okay, so now I get the peatedness now off of this, but before the barrel gets to it, it's mm. so soft. Yeah, like, it's so sweet. God, so <laughs> soft. I can't the stop saying so soft. You guys, right you're, now, you're Tom. the best. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, yeah oh we should goodness. bottle it. It's awesome. And this is three and a half. Uh, yeah, about three and a half. And so we're we're working out how we want to present this as the final product. But right, we got a Madeira Ooh. barrel. Uh, that we're, nice. we're we put a barrel of this in, and that might be what we do is finish it in Madeira barrels, mm. and then uh, that'll be the final product. Okay, yeah. smooth <laughs> it out a bit. This Mama is Mia, so tasty. Mm-hmm. That is so fucking. It's a great finish to everything we're doing. Right I'm so always well. about a great finish. Emphasis Levi on the is finish. saying it's never been an hour and a half deep, and you can't finish. You know how good a finish mm-hmm. is. Levi <laughs> is saying it's a knee great buckler. Finish. Knee buckler. Oh, yeah. That's a two breaker. Um, <laughs> Levi is saying this is hot, and it's definitely got some hotness to it, but it's just a unique finish. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's because Levi's a bitch. It's a roller coaster. Yeah, mm-hmm. A lot of that is from the smoke too. So that peatiness coming up front right away. If mm-hmm. you're not, if you're not accustomed to smoky scotches. I don't know if you'll ever like this, you know, until you really build. No, up no, 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 no. This is this is. I'd, I would say middle ground. I'd, yeah, I don't like heavily peated, no, heavily smoky no. scotches. You're, this is no. If you, 
if you didn't if you don't like Ardbeg XO, like this is mm-hmm. this is it. You know what yeah. I mean? If you if Highland Susoff and Ardbeg is not is too much, like this is right in the I don't think heavy, heavy peated, even though it says heavy peated, right? Like yeah. this is a great middle oh, ground. I think what? That's just so good. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and and it is that new barrel. Uh, so you're getting a lot more oak, and so it's probably it's probably just like softening the 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 peat quite a bit compared to a scotch because it is a used barrel. Now, when you say it. imported from uh, Scotland, it's yeah. just it's just the grain, right? Yeah, just the, they, not the they, juice. You're making the juice yeah, on we site. Make the juice here. It's the the, the distillers mm. hate doing it because you got to put forty bags manually into the mill, you know, which uh, is another question I had. Uh, I think your grain system is awesome. It's something, yeah. and this is something that in my mind made me set you apart from that macro to micro was the computer system yeah yeah so when we uh we had the old old side our original side everything was super sags had to be manually loaded in the mill uh and when we expanded we just you know realized how much time and effort is is wasted doing that moving the bags and Mm -hmm. having to do all that work so confined space everything right so we set up um a grain handling system uh almost you know agricultural type uh with grain bins uh and silos where we just load the grain into those and then it augers into the mill directly and then right into the right into the mash tank. So saves a lot of time and effort doing yeah. that. I thought it was so cool that you can put in like literally 65% corn, 35% wheat, whatever you want to do, and just the computer just shoots it in there. Yeah. You yeah, it's I mean? just whatever the weight is. Boom. There's not a lot of distilleries in Michigan that are doing that at all. Yeah. There's not a lot of distilleries in Michigan that have silos. You know what I, I mean, mean? We're one of the very few distilleries you walk into and you're like, you breathe in and you smell it you're like wow they're actually making something here i yes and no there's some tasting rooms even local that you would up in tasting rooms but it was like unmistakable unmistakable absolutely like it's it's distinct the operation is wild there's some places that the smell will bleed into that we've been but like the just the grand scale of your operation with the computer system it's just so impressive and I'm gonna stop jerking you guys off and finish this glass. But I mean, you I guys jerking you guys off. Yeah, he wants to stop. Yeah, <laughs> he's Pink. volunteering. I wouldn't say yeah. no. <laughs> he sounds like he would know what he's doing. Yeah. <laughs> oh god, what does that mean? <laughs> Let's see what his fingernails look like first. Well, yeah. Bitten. Bitten. Uh, what's the game plan for this one? He said, "Put it in a bottle now." What are you thinking? Uh, yeah, like I said, we might we're gonna we're we're, we're doing an experiment. Where we're finishing some of it in a Madeira barrel. Yeah, to help soften it to get a little little wine flavor. How many barrels it. have you laid? Uh, we've we've we have all, uh, probably over a hundred barrels of this, of this? overall. Uh, at this age, maybe only like twenty to thirty. Um, okay, That's still a good body count. Yeah, still yeah, decent. Decent. Um, we do. Yeah, yeah if you if you barrel age this any longer, do you do you expect to lose like that kind of bubblegummy brightness? After the peat wears off, um, yeah, I mean, I guess long term it would. Uh, I don't. I think we can go a decent amount more before that happens. Uh, I think our goal is four to five years. Like, so we're hoping four years, and then into the Madeira barrel, and then see what happens there. Uh, I or, love or some gonna, Madeira. Yeah, or we're gonna just bottle it uh, between four and five. Uh, so I think it'll still have all the characteristics we're tasting now. And the size barrel you're working with, what do you expect to use? Uh, we we use fifty three gallon barrels for the okay. new oak and the Madeira is about a about a sixty gallon Madeira. Barrel. Really heard that? God damn! That do you guys have a favorite out of all this? I'll be honest with you. Out of everything we've had, probably that. This one, the yeah. cherry. The cherry. Okay. Second favorite would be this right here because I have not had anything 
like it. I've had things that are similar to it. Like I'm tasting notes that remind me of, you know, X, Y, Z, whatever, like single malt whiskeys here, scotches here. But like as a complete product, I haven't had anything that is even close to encapsulating. It's just the color touching my leg. I thought it was an animal or something. Um, <laughs> That's close to this. Like, this is so fucking unique. I, yeah. I would agree. Every time I drink it, I taste something slightly different. For me, this is the most heavily oaked, yet also heavily peated. I've had American, I've had American single malts that weren't this peated and had more oak. I've had more peated whiskeys out of like out of the UK, and I've had obviously more oaked whiskeys than this. But in terms of like the both of them, it's probably the the most on both in unity with each other. Yeah. All right, um, I want to take a second, um, Grant, to let you pitch the Valpo location that we've talked about. Yeah, Because our listeners, our 650 monthly listeners, are very much so concentrated mostly in the Grand Rapids area, Yeah, right? For sure. And that little trip to Valpo on the way to Chicago could be a great thing. And you guys pitch it to us, and we're fucking in. So you pitch it to the rest of people. So first things first, like Valparaiso's town, like, Unlike any other, I mean, it's like Americana personified, um, small town vibes, lots of really cool, awesome things going on in downtown Valpo right now. Um, the operation we have here in Three Oaks is about 35,000 square feet. The new location in Valparaiso is going to be 125,000 square feet. Um, it's going to have a, uh, American fair bar, very similar to what we do here in Three Oaks, um, a steak and seafood bar, um, a pizza restaurant with like a barcade concept in the winter. We're going to think about, um, implementing an ice skating rink. Um, I think my favorite part that I've heard about it outdoor so far, or indoor outdoor. Okay. Cool. The, uh, the coolest thing I've heard so far, um, we've sold tons of single barrels, um, to date since we started Tom, maybe, you know, exactly how many a lot. I don't, I don't know the number now. Um, essentially we're going to create a binder full of all of the single barrels we've ever sold and put out into the market. Um, we've kept the case of all of those. Nice. So we're going to have a, nice. a binder a selection menu to pick from and sample, you know, single barrels that have been distributed to New York, California, um, Texas, all around the country. Um, massive operation, increasing production by like 500%. As Tom mentioned, we're going to bring... Sextuple. Yeah, sextupling it. Um, we're going to nice. bring the distillate back to Three Oaks. We're going to proof it, cut it with the water here. Um, so it's going to be a really awesome concept for us. Yeah. I think uh, it's definitely a shout out to uh, our, our founder, um, Bill Welter. It's it's his vision. Um I've always been telling people it's Welter's world. <laughs> Smart. And the, and the big, probably one thing you didn't mention that is going to be awesome and what I'm looking forward to is the, the karaoke bar we're going to have. <laughs> what? Oh, my uh, God. When? So we're going to have the karaoke bar there. It's going to have an animatronic band of former presidents. Shut the fuck <laughs> up. They're gonna be called, what? It's going to be called Dead Presidents. And we're working on what president's going to be. And then, yeah, karaoke bar. Oh, yeah. Part of phase you one. guys also forgot bowling alley and movie theater. Oh no? yeah, 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 yeah. Those are down the line possibilities. Uh, but, but yeah, phase one will be will be awesome. What's that? Like karaoke rooms or one big karaoke bar? Yeah, uh, it'll be a it, it won't be all karaoke, but the one yeah, it'll have a specific bar for okay. the karaoke. So American karaoke, yeah, yeah. yeah. that's okay. And they'll have, uh, like, the animatronic band up there. Yeah, Dude, yeah. fuck. Bro. That's so I can funny. grind on oh. Abraham Lincoln as he does a bass yeah, solo. You, you While know, he's yeah. playing Nickelback. Yeah. 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 Look He'll at this ground. <laughs> standing in line. The clubs will never get in. <laughs> Bottom well, of the yeah. map. Yeah, so if you're from Grand Rapids, 2023, put that on your map for summer on your way to Chicago. I mean, spend a day there. Spend two days in Chicago, whatever you got to do. 
They're putting the best strip mall in America ever in. Mm-hmm. Fuck you, Just Minneapolis. Uh, they ain't no strip mall. It's <laughs> fucking roller coasters. All right. I heard you guys from David Rapp. This is a five-star review from three months ago. Here we go. Oh. Here we go. Here we go. There's a bunch amazing whiskeys, great cocktails, yada, yada, yada. But he finishes it off with, yeah. to top it all off, uh-huh. it has an amazing feel because yeah. of the historic and good wood. Mm. So my thing good is, wood. do you have the goodest wood here? The most historically good wood. wood. Our wood, wood is old for sure. Yeah, old. but it still old works. Wood, but still works. You know, historically, I, I mean, hear the seasoned old wood does the best job. <laughs> David, if you're listening, thank you for appreciating our wood. Yes. <laughs> the wood has been good for 150 years, and we're yeah. going to keep it going. Fuck yeah. David Rapp. Average wood enjoyer. Is the wood from the OG <laughs> factory? Like, what's uh, the deal? Most of it is. Uh, there's wood. one floor in the granary here, which is one of our event halls that we got from a, a grain farm in central Indiana, I believe. Um, mm. re, re, repurposed that and built a floor out of it. But uh, for the most part, I mean, the entire building is um, almost all original. Fuck yeah. We just tried to keep it alive as, as best we could. Oh, I yeah. just had a new epiphany for what I want to be done when I die. Bring it. I want my ashes to be used in a mash bill. Ooh. I don't know if they would let that happen. The FDA. I think they could probably be using the the charcoal filtering portion. Charcoal filtration. I want. I want the char. I want it it to be filtered through the charcoal bones of my body. I mean, right if we top. get big enough, hopefully you give us another 20 years. We get big enough. Yeah. I, yeah we can make that happen. That. We'll another make it 20, happen. 20, bro. Yeah. Come on. Man. What yeah. kind of podcast last 20 years? be 50. No, no. Our company, not the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. Gentlemen, it's thank you so much for having us in here. Is there any last questions you want to have for us? Any anything you prepared? If there's no wrong answer, I, I got your hot takes already. That was my biggest thing. Yeah, I mean, oh, yeah. going in, I wasn't sure who if we were the Sims or you guys were, but <laughs> it's, it's clear to me now. Fuck yeah, we're all Sims here. Yeah, we're all Sims here. Tom Grant, thank you so fucking much for fucking having amazing. us down. Yeah, in. of course. Thank if you, you guys. are in Grand Rapids, West Michigan, or North Indiana, or even Chicago, come visit Journeyman. Hour and a half from Grand Rapids. Hour and a half. Hour and a half from Grand Rapids. Forty five minutes from Indiana. Tops. Uh, I mean, we're five minutes from Indiana right now. No, like, okay, yeah. so five minutes, but like, yeah. like all Northwest the northern, Indiana, northwest um, Indiana. Chicago, yeah, Indiana. the, the, the yeah. populated areas. You know, 40, yeah. 30, 40 minutes. Yeah, um, Chicago, hour from Kalamazoo, hour from Chicago. Yeah, I mean, come visit, man. It, yeah. They will not disappoint. Tell them sipping with Simp sent you, and eventually we'll get a barrel from them. Um, we love you guys. Yeah, thanks. Love for you guys. <laughs> love you guys. Love you more. Love you guys. There it is. Love you. More. That's it. Hey. <laughs> 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 <laughs>